0: Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. I'm going to tie it all together for you today. I got a lot to talk about. Biden just did some more tyrannical bullshit. He's always trying to pull. I mean, this whole student loan thing. He just basically flipped the middle finger to the Supreme Court. He was like, hey, we're just going to forgive student loans. Yeah, but they just told you you couldn't. Yeah, but we're going to do it anyway because that's what they do in tyrannies. We'll talk about that. I, I'm going to tie it all together for you. The Clintons, the Bidens, the crime family. It's going to be a, kind of a, a short segment, but it involves me. and something that happened to me a long time ago, what they're hiding. And I haven't really addressed this, but I'm going to now, because I think this was kind of stupid yesterday. Uh, what was Geraldo doing on The View? What the hell was that about? There's like a way you kind of do these things and a way you don't. And given that me and him have been tied together, I feel like I'm kind of entitled to an opinion here, no? Big, gloated show for you. Got your questions at the end of the show today. Folks, as we head through the summer, <laughs> you hear something in the background, there's a reason. I'll explain it in a minute. As we head through the summer months, it's essential everyone stay hydrated, not just not just athletes. No matter what you're doing, running the kids around, late night TV, binging or a morning power walk, you got to make sure you're getting the proper amount of hydration. Folks, I kid you not, use this this morning. I worked out this morning and it is really hot in Florida. Gee, did I not just say this before? I said, I thought I was sick. Then I had a liquid IV and I felt better. I realized I was just ridiculously dehydrated. I kid you not. It happened to me this morning. Liquid IV is now available in sugar-free. Years in the making, the hydration multiplier sugar-free uses a proprietary zero-sugar hydration solution with no artificial sweeteners. Keep your daily routine exciting with three new flavors, white peach, green grape, and lemon lime. One stick of Liquid IV and 16 ounces of water contains eight vitamins and nutrients for everyday wellness with three times the electrolytes of leading sports drinks. And Liquid IV is non-GMO and free from gluten, dairy, and soy. I love this stuff. Can't live without it. Real people, real flavor, real hydrating, now sugar-free. Grab your Liquid IV hydration multiplier, sugar-free in bulk nationwide at Costco or get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com. And use code Bongino at checkout, liquidiv.com, code Bongino. 20% off anything you order when you uh, use promo code Bongino at liquidiv.com. Now, Joe is not here today. He is doing something. But Joe Armacost was kind enough to join us by phone because it is Friday. So, Joseph, thank you for taking the time, even though you're kind of on a work, vacation, semi-break kind of thing. So, Joe, uh, if you would, get us started today, sir. (laughs) <laughs> Thank you, my good friend. Uh, enjoy your thingy that you're doing that we both know about. The audience loves you. Thanks, pal. You got it, bro. See you, man. Take it easy. Joe is actually working today, uh, too, just so you know. He's working, but there's a lot going on with the show. We got a lot of surprises to head. Uh, so I just didn't want you guys to miss out on this Friday. I know you missed the bell. Man, that chat is bouncing today. Gosh, crazy for a Friday. We love you guys. So good to have you all here. So I haven't spoken much about this. I'm trying to get to the top of the chat. There's just so many of them. All right, hold on. All right, there we go. Folks, this Geraldo thing's got me a little annoyed. Now, you know me and Geraldo used to argue all the time on Fox. I'm going to try to stay out of the whole, like, you know, other component of this thing. But he went on The View yesterday. Like, hey, that's the first place you go. I mean, think about it, right? Like, regardless of anybody's feelings about Fox, all right? You know, they give Geraldo a shot for the last 10 years or so. He says a bunch of crazy stuff on the air. Guy calls me a son of a bitch on the air. Turns around a camera, you know, starts like throwing things at the camera. The guy said the most vile things to me over there. I, I listen. I don't care. It's part of the business. I, I actually enjoyed the fights with him. But he leaves Fox. They give him this nice send off. I send him a nice tweet, which he never responds to. By the way, like, hey man, good luck in the rest of your career. Enjoyed our time together. Doesn't even respond to it, or not that I saw at least. And he runs over to the View, Geraldo. He runs over to The View like griping and moaning. Listen, you got a beef with Fox? Fine. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of people have legitimate gripes and are very upset about what happened with Tucker and other stuff. Perfectly fine. I've spoken about it at length. You've probably heard tons of it. You don't even need to. I mean, people are tired of the story at this point. But here's Geraldo yesterday on The View. And I'm, I'm not even mad about him running to The View after Fox with all the liberal kooky nuts over there. I'm not even mad about that. I'm, I'm upset that this guy goes over there and starts opining on new media, you know, basically the Rumble, Twitter, kind of Twitch space out there now, this new media stuff, podcasts, and, and, and he goes out, he doesn't even understand it, and he starts opining about how Tucker Carlson is now somehow going to be irrelevant. Because he's not on Fox, this is just stupid, man. Take a listen. What are your thoughts on Tucker Carlson's new Twitter show, and do you think the fact that his his viewership is
1: plummeting—that it shows kind of a, a, his influence is waning? Well, I hope so. <laughs> uh, yeah. and, and I, you know, the Twitter is a fine outlet. I don't even know how to get on Thread or uh, some <laughs> of these other. I have to ask my my. 17-year-old seems to be 18-year-old daughter had to do it. Soul. Uh, I, I think that he is an excellent writer. I think that he... Uh was uh, very uh, charismatic in his presentation. Uh, He was number one for a reason, it was a pretty good show. Uh, Then he drifted into this murky area where, swampy area where, uh, you know, uh, these conspiracy theories and uh, it's not just January 6th, a whole bunch of different uh, uh, mucky kind of conspiracies. Um, Will he still have that influence? Fox is a tremendous platform. And once you lose that platform, uh, you're kind of screaming in the wilderness and competing with a lot of other people who have podcasts and so forth.
0: This is just, again, folks, as a guy who's an investor in the tech space here and the new media ecosystem, this is an asinine opinion. He's going to be screaming in the wilderness, competing with podcasts. Folks, I'm asking you something right now. This is a common sense question. The day is how long? Corraldo, what does he think? 27 hours, 24 hours. You can either watch Fox, OAN, Newsmax, or podcast. Which say the I don't know what the average American has uh, time-wise. What would you What do you guys think to dedicate towards edutainment, educational entertainment? What I call like news. That's what it is. It's I call it edutainment, like the old BDP album. If you're an old fan of 1980s uh, New York rap, right? Three hours, maybe four hours if you're lucky. People got kids, right? Justin shaking his head. Sounds about right. You know, Justin's in school, you're studying three, maybe four if you're lucky. Maybe from like five to nine, you're watching some stuff. I mean, that's a lot. Maybe five to eight. I don't know. They're already competing with new media. What does that mean? Like, because you left Fox, now all of a sudden you're in competition with other people? That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Folks, listen, Fox, OAN, and Newsmax are valuable, despite... Everyone's beef and everyone has a beef with each one of these places for various reasons. Other people's. Put that aside for a second. We need a healthy ecosystem of conservative content on cable. Cable news is going through cord cutting, no doubt, but it's still vitally important. Fox OAN Newsmax. I hope what happens with Fox, they can settle this, get their heads on straight, move forward. I like Newsmax. I've been enjoying a lot of their programs. You may see me pop on there sometime soon. Uh, OAN, I haven't seen much because I don't think it's on my network here. But I've seen him do some good work. We've actually cited some of the work recently. We need a healthy cable ecosystem. But Geraldo's point to take a cheap shot at Tucker is ridiculous. Tucker's going to be just fine. Tucker is doing his stuff on Twitter now, and I'm guessing uh, Geraldo probably doesn't understand Tucker's contract. I'm guessing I've not seen Tucker's contract, but the reason you're only seeing him on Twitter is probably because of some contract stipulation he had with Fox. He's still under contract there. The guy doesn't know what he's talking about. I mean, this is just like epic Geraldo, like opining on stuff. He has very little subject matter expertise. Like when I used to get into fights with him about law enforcement stuff and taking a cheap shot at Tug delving into the conspiracy theory. He's like, what? Asking questions. And then, of course, he goes to the view to whine about his beef with Greg Gutfeld. Oh, my guys, Greg didn't like me. overall, I thought you were like this great epic newsman. Like, why do you need Greg? Go get your own show. Oh, you don't want to do it? I mean, I, really, man, I, I've been nice to this guy for a long time despite his bullshit. And to run to The View to complain to the ladies over there about everybody over there. Oh, look at that Tucker. I mean, dude, I'm sorry, man. Grow a pair of balls. That's really petty. Here was Gutfeld last night smiling about a little bit of humor on his show, addressing Geraldo on The View. Check this out.
2: Let's go to The View (laughs) where I'd like to report a murder.
0: Uh, I was fired from the
1: five, I had a very toxic relationship with uh, another of the cast members. Which one? <laughs> Is it why I, was I, I, may, I may get there, I may get there for Okay, <laughs> If, <laughs> if, if you're you really okay. yeah, check that. the internet. And also, I thought wow. that it was very unfair that I was not judged objectively in our disputes, but rather uh, he was always favored. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 poor thing. In lieu of flowers, we've set up a GoFundMe page to get him a barber. But I credit The View for finally finding a guest with a bigger mustache
0: than their panelists. Yeah, they're a hairy bunch. Dude, the guy can dish Geraldo, but I don't think he can take it. I'll tell you what, Geraldo, I'll, I'll put this out there for you right now. Here's my open challenge. Come on my radio show and we can debate some stuff. Because you, you really you seem to be able to dish a lot, but you don't seem to be able to take it out or uh, take it at all. I mean, after spite all the bullshit you pulled on me on the air, screaming and yelling like a lunatic, I, I was always you don't even deny it. You saw me in green rooms at Fox, you know it. I was always classy with you. Took the high road every single time. I dare you to say otherwise. And you go running like a like a little kid over to the view to start screaming and griping about people you don't know Tucker and gutfell what a whiner, man! Freaking pathetic. Really. You don't understand the new media landscape at all, by the way. You better get with the program. Tucker's going to lose his influence. Tucker will be just fine. There's word out there he's trying to start a new media company. I mean, here's just a few stories just from the last few days. to show you how the media landscape is completely changing and Geraldo stuck on yesterday. LOL, Daily Caller, Disney's collapse is escalating to where they're now open to selling portions of ESPN, ABC, and other TV networks. Disney, go woke, get broke. Here, Washington Times. The media landscape, folks, is a seismic shift happening under your feet right now. Box office triumph. Small studio Sound of Freedom hauls in $40 million, brothers and sisters. $40 million. By the way, reading the chat, someone in there, Rumbler or whatever, said, can you please stop making references to moose nuts? And no, sir, or ma'am, I cannot. Welcome to the chat. I'm really sorry, the show is irreverent and does what I do what I want to do. I'm really sorry. If it's not for you, it's not for you. But it's my show. And this is how I conduct my show. And uh, cutesy time for me is over. So thank you for being here. I'm honored. I deeply appreciate it. But no, I will not be changing anything on the show. I'm really sorry. I'm too old for that. So the media landscape's changing. And people like Geraldo are going to be left behind. All right, enough on that. I only want to spend a few minutes. I already wasted too much time. Guy's in Guy's in the other room. I can see it right now. Just so you know, folks, Justin, give him a shout-out in the chat, is running the show by himself today. So no pressure, but if there's a technical meltdown, just know it's only Justin's Well, Guy is trying to train Justin to be like the guy now. So Justin's running this whole thing by himself. Gee's in the other room sunning his loins. or I don't know what the hell he's doing in there. I mean, yeah. he's making, I don't know, the meatloaf. Oh, the meatloaf. What's she doing? I have no idea. But Guy's doing nothing today and getting paid. Paula! Stop paying this guy. He's doing absolutely zero today, and he's trying to pretend it's training for Justin. I know he, he just wants a day off. So he, I'm kidding. These guys are great. I'm messing with you quick. But Justin is really running the show today by himself. So this is he's doing a good job. So everybody give a shout out to Justin in the chat. Having said that, he, I know geese in the other room saying, all right, move on. But this Geraldo thing just got under my skin. I probably was a mistake to lead the show off with it. So, But I've never addressed that, ever. You know that. Okay, moving on. I'm really done this time. So I don't want to beat this up either because I spoke about it yesterday. But a lot of people picked up the story, Media Research Center being from Former Secret Service agent Dan Bongino calls bullshit on claims Secret Service has no leads in the White House cocaine case. Folks, listen. You heard it yesterday. You heard it on the radio. You heard it before the podcast. I love the Secret Service. I worked there with some of the greatest people I've ever met in my life. I am telling you there is no way they don't know who brought that cocaine in the White House. I want to just bring up some quick points and move on to the big story today, this Biden scandal that is just exploding. I'm going to tie it to the Clinton scandal. You're going to love this. I'm getting from a couple of people that there may, in fact, have been fingerprints found on that cocaine baggie or whatever it was. Now. Here's what I find deeply disturbing. You ready? You're not going to hear this anywhere else. The Secret Service is has a very, very good, what they call latent fingerprint lab. You know, fingerprints on a thing. Hey, you put the, I have to take these uh, pills for my thyroid after the chemo thing. You close the box, you're going to leave a fingerprint and oils and stuff on there. The Secret Service, because we deal in counterfeit, counterfeit money, It's really hard to lift prints off off porous substances. Not impossible, but hard. So the Secret Service is really, really good at pulling latent prints. Now, if, as alleged, it was a plastic baggie, a plastic baggie is non-porous. The chances of a fingerprint being on there, unless it was wiped down, which I doubt, if you're going to leave a cocaine bag accidentally behind, you think you're going to remember to wipe it down? You would just take it with you. The fact that they have this skilled latent print lab and couldn't pull a fingerprint, I don't think you're going to hear this anywhere else, sounds to me like some bullshit. I ain't buying it. And another thing, I said to you yesterday, and it turns out now I was correct. What did I say to you? There's probably less than a thousand people that, uh, that, that traverse the West Wing during the weekend when no one's around. Once you eliminate Secret Service people who come in and out, because it's not them, they're drug tested, and high-level staffers who are drug tested too, you're probably down to about 200 people. That was reported today in a number of outlets that they they uh, they whittled the list, list down to just a couple hundred people or roughly that, as I told you yesterday. Why? Because, folks, there's a ton of people who tour the East Wing. It's a bigger portion of the White House. The West Wing is tiny. It's the work area. They don't like anyone in there. You can't even go in there if you're a Secret Service agent without a White House pass. What do you mean? Every agent doesn't have a White House pass? No, they don't. Only the ones on the detail that need to be there have a White House pass. That's it. You're not even supposed to be there on non work days, even if you have a White House pass. It's super exclusive. Folks, you're telling me now they couldn't find a fingerprint. And out of those, say, 200 or less suspects, maybe say 300 or less, doesn't even matter. They couldn't narrow this thing down. Bullshit. They know who this person was. Does this story annoy you, by the way? Put a yes in the chat. Why if it annoys you? No, if it doesn't. I'm, de- I'm genuinely curious. I want to know. I'm going to wrap it up in a second, but I'm just begging the Secret Service again, an agency I love, I love to work for. I've got a lot of friends here. I'm telling you, a lot of retired guys are reaching out to me and are really pissed off about this story. I'm begging you not to do this. It's clear as day you guys can do some more investigative work. All right, tired of the story. Yes means you're tired. Well, that's a lot of yeses, so we'll move on to this. This show is all about you. Please don't do this, though. Do not go down the road of the FBI. Do not destroy this agency, man. Please, retired guys are reaching out to me left and right. They are furious about this story. There's no way you guys don't know who this was. Absolutely no way. All right, moving on. This scandal is not going to go away, cocaine gate. But the more important scandal right now is we've got a dude in the White House, a kid sniffing, a kid licking, it looks like at this point, which is disgusting. I'll play that for you in a minute, too. Did you guys get a better video of that, by the way? Okay, a little bit. This guy's disgusting in the White House, a rotting bag of oatmeal by the name of Joe Biden, who unbelievably is now involved even deeper in this bribery scandal. The emails keep piling in, and there's no way out. The least of this guy's problems is the cocaine story. He should keep this thing in the news to distract from what I'm about to talk about. This is big. I think I found something here, and you're going to like it. Let me just take a quick break. Let me get to my uh, my first sponsor, and we'll get back to the story. I appreciate your patience. You guys are awesome. Love you. How many people we got? 46,800, only a few minutes in, love you all. Okay, imagine you're at the doctor's office. Your doctor glances up from your chart and says, hey, what are you doing? Because whatever you're doing, keep it up. That's the Field of Greens better promise. Listen, I could give you a customer testimony, but I'm going to give you my testimony. Field of Greens, it's by Brickhouse Nutrition. It is ground up, healthy, wholesome fruits and vegetables. I don't need these spots. I've been taking this stuff forever. Ladies and gentlemen, I swear by it. Despite the fact that I've had cancer and all this other crap, that doctor looks at my blood work all the time, <clears throat> and he says that exact thing. What the heck are you doing, brother? Whatever you're doing, keep it up. And I'm telling you right now, the secret to me, beating back cancer, and at 48, I, I think my face may not be, a, maybe a face for radio, but I'm doing okay. Me looking all right is field of greens. I take it twice a day. We all know the benefits of healthy, wholesome fruits and vegetables, so why don't we eat them all the time? Honestly, folks, it's a pain in the ass. Got to go shopping for them, cook them. They go bad. Field of Greens solve this problem for you. They take this mixture of colorful, healthy, wholesome fruits and vegetables. They ground it up into an awesome tasting powder. Wild berry, lemon, lime. It's delicious. I love it. I take it twice a day. Put it in whatever you want. Protein shakes, water. I put it in green tea a lot. I make like my super cocktail. And then I bet your doctor will notice your improved health from good nutrition. Like me, or your money back. It's bold, right? I trust Field of Greens for my health. You can too. Swear by this product. Let me get you started with 15% off. Go to BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. Use promo code Dan today. That's promo code Dan at BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. Go today. Thanks, BrickHouseNutrition. I uh, feel the greens. We really appreciate it. Folks, the scandal's not going away. As predicted right now, the Democrats are getting ready to dump Biden. Did we not? Uh, uh, Guy, uh, wait, we need to take a note for Joe because he's not here today doing his thing. Take a note to unflag it. I had him flag it. Did you guys remember the flag the other day? What did I say? Flag it. I said the Democrats are getting ready to dump Biden. Once they do, it's going to be game on. They are going to crush this guy because he sucks. And the media is about one thing. Protecting Democrats? No. The media is about protecting liberalism. And if they think Biden's going to hurt their cause, they're going to give him the double barrel too. Fox News, seeing the slow pace of the campaign, top Democrats prepping in quiet to replace Biden. Ding, 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 ding. Gee, note, unflag it, unflag it. We called it unflag that. So Joe's flag list. Joe, you're listening right now, I know. So give me the double, send me a text. We got to get that unflagged. I know Jim's going to unflag it later. Okay, thank you. I told you, they are getting ready to dump this guy. Now, this is not a good thing. Because the rotting bag of oatmeal is such a pathetic, sad sack that I'm not sure it's a good thing that this guy, for us, I mean. I mean, it's great for the country to get rid of this guy. But I think Gavin Newsom would be a far more formidable opponent, even though he leads the failing state of California as the governor. Now, having run for office, I'm going to give you some inside baseball. You may say to yourself, fairly enough right now, right? You may say, well, Dan, you know, Biden's not going to leave. His ego's too big. You're right. His ego is too big. But, ladies and gentlemen, it doesn't matter. You know what matters in politics? And it pains me, man. It pains me to say this. This sucks to have to tell you this so bad. You know what matters in politics? The only thing that matters in politics? Money, baby. Cash. Cheese. Cheddar. Whatever the hell you want to call it. That's all that matters. If you can't run ads, If you can't pay staff, what do you think they're going to knock on doors for free for this guy? What are you, crazy? Field organizers, Facebook ads, uh, media advertising, travel. Who's going to pay for the travel? Oh, Dan, the president, he can travel every once. No, he can't. He's only allowed to use Air Force One for official business. Now, sometimes they do this shady stuff where they go say, oh, we're going to do an event at a factory touting the inflation reduction act and a fundraiser after that. That only works for so long. The guy needs money, folks. Donors are drying up. They're sick of this guy. And it's because of what I said a few weeks ago when we flagged it that they were going to push this guy out. The Democrats don't know what else is out there. Well, here's what else is out there. By the way, before we get to that, this stuff is getting ridiculous, too. Look at this video yesterday of the sniffer-in-chief. What the hell is he doing here? Is a play that video for me, Justin. Is he licking someone? Take a look at this.
2: Trip overseas, just leaving Finland a short time ago on his way back from the United States. More analysis on his performance. What the, on the hell is state.
0: he doing? Is he licking that kid? This guy is disgusting. What is that? The sniffing, the licking, the whispering, the touching, the fondling, the shoulder grabbing. The guy is a freaky deaky Jew, man. What is with this freaking video? The Democrats know this guy is damaged goods, bro. Here's what popped yesterday. Exclusive Daily Caller. Hunter Biden worked to secure a U.S. visa for a Ukrainian oligarch allegedly involved in a suspected bribery scheme. Let me just make this really simple for you. Hunter Biden's working for this natural gas company in Ukraine while Biden's the point man for Ukraine. He's getting paid a ridiculous amount of money. The head of the natural gas company Hunter Biden's working for is under investigation by a prosecutor in Ukraine. They pay Hunter Biden allegedly to make the prosecutor go away. Biden conveniently has the prosecutor fired. Sounds like a bribery scheme to me. Now we find out not only they try to get the prosecutor fired and get bribed to do it, but... Hunter Biden worked to secure a visa for the guy who was under investigation to get him into the United States, Email, according to emails reviewed by the Daily Caller. The emails in Hunter Biden's abandoned laptop show a coordinated attempt to obtain a visa for Zlochevsky. That's the head of the Burisma, who was under investigation while he was being investigated by Ukrainian authorities for corruption. Folks, you think it gets more, It can get worse? It has. Zlochevsky, they report... This is by Diana Globova and James Lynch. Hat tip. Slochevsky the foreign national involved in an alleged bribery scheme with Biden and Hunter Biden. Marjorie Taylor Greene confirmed to the Daily Caller. They viewed a redacted version of a form that described how Slochevsky spoke to the Bidens about making a $10 million bribe to the Bidens. Christopher Ray tried to redact it, but Marjorie Taylor Greene found out that it was Locheski who's alleged to have paid the bribes, and apparently there's recordings. Folks, it is all tied together, all of this. Zlochevsky is apparently bribing the Biden family to make the investigation into him go away, while Biden is the freaking vice president, man. Now, they all know each other. I want you to listen to this 2020 clip. From John Solomon. This is 2020. It's three years ago. How this, all of this is tied together. It's all in my book, Follow the Money, by the way. get it, Again, I'm not trying to sell you a book, folks. I hate that stuff. Uh, if you don't want to buy it now, fine. You get it from the library. I don't really care. Borrow it from a friend. My book, Follow the Money, describes this whole scheme. I, I wrote about this four or five years ago. The embassy over in Ukraine, led by Marie Ivanovich knew about this stuff. They knew about this whole thing. There were emails. They knew about this Biden scam to get the prosecutor fired while they were trying to get a visa to get the guy being investigated into the United States. This corruptocrat. This is from 2020. Listen to this. It's important.
1: John, well, Ambassador Ivanovich ambassador to the Ukraine, claimed otherwise, you, well, she claimed this, you've uncovered that she knew more about Burisma and Hunter Biden than she let on. Tell us. Yeah, absolutely. Because of
0: Congressman Zeldin's good question, this is what we know. She testified everything she knew about Burisma and Hunter Biden came from a briefing before she went before the Senate to be confirmed and from press reports. And, And Congressman Zeldin kept repressing. You only knew about press reports. She said, yeah, that's all I remember. It turns out she had
1: meetings directly with Burisma representatives. She received letters, detailed letters from Burisma
0: representatives detailing their efforts to get out from under a criminal investigation before Donald Trump became president. She didn't mention any of those. And there's only two good options here, right? One is she falsely testified knowing that she had these contacts. The second is she didn't review her documents before she testified. And it was a proceeding where we were removing the president of the United States, possibly uh, not a good situation for the hero of the of the hearings. Folks, our ambassador to Ukraine, Marie Ivanovich, knew about all this stuff. Here's the book, my book, Follow the Money. Like I said, I don't care. Get it from the library. Do whatever you need to do. It's all in there. They knew about the whole thing. Our ambassador knew everything that was going on with this Burisma thing. Well, I shouldn't say everything, but clearly knew there was a problem with Burisma. It's all tied together. Now, here's where the story gets super extra freaky deaky doo. What are you laughing about? Look at this. I reported on this back in September of 2020. Actually, I take that back. Earlier than September, in the summer of 2020. Look at his press release from September of 2020 by Judicial Watch. State Department records show the U.S. Embassy in Ukraine was monitoring uh, conservative personalities in potential violation of federal law. We were being monitored? Who was on that list? The documents list the targeted persons as Sean Hannity, Laura Ingram, who you just saw, Rudy Giuliani, oh, look, and Dan Bongino and more. They were watching us. Now, they were watching what was public, our social media and stuff I put out on the air. But were they using government assets to monitor that stuff for political reasons, not for business reasons? Why were we being monitored? Folks, the answer is because we live in a freaking police state. That's why. We live in a police state. The Bidens knew I was on to them. Yovanovitch and George Kent over there in Ukraine knew I was on to them. They knew what was going on. With Burisma, or they knew there was something shady going on with Burisma, to be precise. It's clear through the communications that something was up. Hunter Biden and the Biden family were being bribed to make an investigation go away. And the Biden team needed insurance because they didn't want anyone to figure this out. So they started monitoring people like me. But here's where the story gets even crazier. Petro Poroshenko is the Ukrainian president at the time a lot of this is going on. When the prosecutor's getting fired, this is pre Zelensky. Now you see why I'm skeptical about what we're up to in Ukraine until they come clean? Here's another judicial watch uh, revelation here from December of 2020. New State Department emails show Ukraine prosecutor general, the new one after the old guy got fired, was pitched high-level access to, Hillary Clinton's presidential campaign They were pitched High level access by a lobbying firm Working with the company hired by Hunter Biden You see what the Bidens were up to They were trying to basically Give people and work with people And get people to get friendly with the Clinton campaign in case Hillary Clinton Was elected president to make sure the DOJ made this all go away Folks this shit is Deep man These Bidens, they thought this thing through. And notice who arranged the reach out on this one. BPPMP, which was Petro Poroshenko's solidarity party. (laughs) So just to be clear, Biden's on a recording talking to Ukrainian president, getting a prosecutor fired for looking into his son, right? Prosecutor gets fired. A member of that party reaches out to the Clinton team to try to arrange like a looky-loo thing so the Biden team will be secure in case Hillary Clinton's elected president while they're monitoring people like me and Hannity for exposing it? You want to talk about some hardcore BS here, man? Here's a recording again for like the fifth time of Biden on the phone with Ukrainian President Petro Poroshenko talking about getting the prosecutor fired, looking into his son while they're getting paid millions, allegedly $10 to make this go away. And Poroshenko, a little hard to understand, he's like, listen, I fired him, but I want to be clear, the guy didn't do anything wrong. Take a listen. Assuming that uh, um, uh, there is a new government and a a new prosecutor general, uh, I am prepared to do a public signing of the commitment.
1: In spite of the fact that we didn't have any corruption charges, we don't have any information about the, so, he doing something wrong, I especially
2: asked him, no it was the day before yesterday, I especially asked him to resign.
0: Congratulations on installing the new prosecutor general, it's going to be critical. Uh... For him to work quickly to repair the damage that Shokin did, and I'm a man of my word. I uh, and that now that the new prosecutor general is in place, we're ready to move forward in signing that new one billion dollar loan guarantee. How the hell is nobody playing these tapes? How is nobody playing these tapes? How is nobody playing these tapes but us? Hat tip, by the way, OAN. This is actually theirs. How come this isn't all over the media? Why are nobody playing these tapes? He's on tape talking about fired a guy and now I'll show up with a billion dollars. What else you need to hear, bro? Uh, Justin tells me that the uh, the chat, gotta see the, 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 I'm seeing it for myself. The chat wants to confirm I am not suicidal. For the record, everyone recorded. Dan Bongino is a happy man. He is definitely not suicidal, okay? So thank you, chat, for bringing that up. I really appreciate it. You know I love you all. Add a few welcomes. If you're new to the chat, let us know. We'll try to give some shout-outs here. I love having you all here. It's right there, folks. Right in front of you. All right. I got more coming up, including the Thugocracy. John Kerry getting absolutely tooled. Questions for Dan. Big show. A lot coming up. Don't go anywhere. Appreciate your patience. Uh, A couple sponsors, as we get older, many of us start to experience hearing loss. That was a case for my father till he discovered MD hearing aids. He's not only hearing better, but he's interacting like his own self. He loves these. These FDA-registered rechargeable hearing aids cost about 90% less than the competition. Plus, they recently cut the price in half. You can now get MD hearing aids for just $300 a pair with rechargeable batteries that last up to 30 hours. They're tiny and fit in the ears so well that no one knows you're wearing them. MD Hearing has sold over a million hearing aids with a 45 day risk free trial, letting you buy with confidence. While their prices are on the rise, MD Hearing is coming down. So if you want MD Hearing's smallest hearing aid ever, the Neo, go to MDHearing.com, MDHearing.com, and use promo code PATRIOT to get their new buy one, get one, $149.99 each offer when you buy a pair. Plus, they're adding a free extra charging case, a $100 value just for listeners to the show. So head to mdhearing.com. Use our promo code PATRIOT and get their new buy one, get one, $149.99 each offer when you buy a pair. They work. My dad's a big fan. mdhearing.com. MyPillow. On MyPillow's 20-year anniversary, over 80 million MyPillows have been sold. Mike Lindell and the MyPillow employees want to thank each and every one of you. By giving you the lowest price in history for their amazing My Pillows. You'll sleep like a champion. You'll receive a queen size My Pillow for $19.98, regular price $69.98, and just $10 more for a king size. You'll also receive deep discounts on all My Pillow products, such as bed sheets, mattress toppers, pet beds, mattresses, My Slippers, and so much more. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio podcast square to receive Mike's amazing offer on the queen size My Pillow for $19.98, or call 800 637 4982 and use promo code Dan. The offer comes with a 10-year warranty so you know it's going to last and a 60-day money-back guarantee so you got nothing to lose. It's time to start getting the quality sleep we not only want but need. Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-637-4982 and use promo code Dan to take advantage of Mike's special offer on his MyPillow. That's MyPillow.com, promo code Dan. We'll call 800-637-4982. Thanks, MyPillow. We appreciate it. But ladies and gentlemen, the thugocracy out of the White House continues. We got to harp on these scandals. To make sure that even if it's not Biden, we make sure the public knows that there is one party that's the party of the thugocracy, collectivism, socialism, top-down rule, dictatorship, fascism, the word they ironically use against us. And that is, in fact, the libs and the clown Democrats up on Capitol Hill. This popped yesterday. Did you see this story? If this wasn't a kick in the nads, I don't know what is. It's they're not again when I when I tell you they're not hiding it anymore that they don't really care what you think anymore about the, you know what Justin cue up that Fox story for the next one because about the uh, student loans just we're gonna throw a curveball at look at Justin man moving around <laughs> this is nice first red state Nicaragua Biden FTC effort to go after Elon Musk Twitter exposed Elon and GOP demanding answers look at what these scumbags did this is freaking bananas. So here's the long and short of it with the FTC and the red state piece. Is there a screenshot from that? or that I, that I wasn't. The uh, Elon buys Twitter. You, you know, obviously heard this story. So the, the Biden administration, they're making some allegations of like, hey, Twitter's got security problems. So they tell the FTC, you got to look into this, right? The FTC goes to Ernst and Young, this kind of auditing company, right? And basically demands, quote, that you will basically find something. It says, quote, this is absolutely what you will do. The thugocracy is here, folks. We live in a freaking police state, man. You got the the FTC, Federal Trade Commission, run by the insane Lena Khan, who keeps getting crushed in federal court trying to smoke companies all around the country. The woman is crazy crazy. They, they went to, a and they actually documented this. Went to Ernst & Young and said, hey, basically screw Twitter over, quote, this is absolutely what you will do. <laughs> then you see this right before we get on the air. Greg Norman at Fox Business. Biden administration forgives $39 billion in student loan debt to more than 800,000 borrowers. Now, if you're sitting there like, you're kicking your feet back on the desk. You're like, why? Didn't the Supreme Court just just flag this and say yo you can't do that that's exactly what they said. so how can they do that they can't they just did it anyway. Oh here's that screenshot thank you Justin this is the FCC was so adamant when Ernst and Young conveying conveying this is absolutely what you will do and this is going to occur and you'll produce a report at the end of the day a report that would be negative about Twitter folks. Does this sound like some North Korean stuff here or what? You got the Biden administration just ignoring the Supreme Court, going full dictator. They're the real fascists right here. You got their FTC demanding that a private company now, Twitter, get attacked and quote, it's absolutely what you will do and you will produce a report. If you're not worried yet. Well, you think somehow, you know, a police state's a week off, a year off. Then, folks, you're living with a blindfold. We're living in a police state right now, man. It is here. It is here. I'm sorry to report that, but it's here. Again, I want to harp on something I've been harping on all week. I've been getting a lot of feedback on this. Moving on a bit. Folks, it's time for you to be prepared. The government knows something that they're not telling you. I don't know if it involves the gravity of the situation with Russian nuclear weapons in Ukraine. Does it involve Chinese technology that's been, that's been discovered that could potentially smoke our military? I'm not sure, but it is absolutely clear, and I've reported on it over a couple of weeks now, that they know something about the geopolitical situation that they are deeply concerned about. Yesterday, I covered the story of Dong Jingwei, Robert Mueller, the scientist, and the, uh, his, his, his posited theory that the Chinese Communist Party may be working on a twofold attack in the United States, a biological virus attack along with a computer attack. Kind of weird. He spoke with a Chinese Communist Party defector and then wrote a big op-ed in the Wall Street Journal about it. And then we see this story. You're seeing these all the time now. China crafts weapon to alter brain function. Report says the tech is meant to influence government leaders. It's apparently called some neurostrike weapon. China is developing high-tech weapons designed to disrupt brain function and influence government leaders or entire populations. Maybe that explains this whole like wokajia, who the hell knows. According to a report by three open source intelligence analysts, then of course we see this, Daily Mail. They know something. Something is up. China has something. A weapon, a plan, something that's freaking people out. Daily Mail, U.S. military report for Congress says UFO sightings by Navy pilots could be alien or hypersonic technology from Russia or China. Not a secret government project. Folks, I'm just asking you to put these pieces together, man. Something is definitely going on. That also explains a lot of these cryptic leaks coming out about UFO stuff. I think the government's preparing us with these UFO nonsense leaks. I think they're not UFOs. I think it's a way for prepping us that there's technology out there. In the words of Congressman Tim Burchett, we can't handle. And then this comes out. Put it all together, man. I'm delivering these pieces on a silver platter. You're smarter than me. You can put it together. Post-millennial. Breaking: Biden calls up U.S. military reserve unit to deploy active duty in Europe and Operation Atlantic Resolve. It's right there. It's got to open your eyes, man. It's something they ain't telling us. Time to get ready today. Don't wait. All right. On a lighter note, this happened yesterday up up on Capitol Hill. Michael Waltz, congressman from, I think, District 6 down here in Florida. He's Green Beret. A decent guy. I don't agree with him on everything. Kind of a bit of an adventurist the Ukraine stuff. But it's all right. I mean, you know, he's a good guy. I met him in person. served the country. so. Uh, but he was up there yesterday on Capitol Hill. This is fantastic. He's talking to John Kerry. What did Rush Limbaugh call him? Mashed potato face or something? So he's up there with Lurch. Or whatever. He's up there with John Kerry. You know John Kerry. John Kerry is married to a billionaire or whatever. Flies around the world on private jets. And Waltz just drills this guy, Mr. Climate Czar, phony fraud, absolute These guys. They think of you like the peasants and the great unwashed. And Alinsky's rules, right? It's all Alinsky's rules. Hold your political opponents to the standards they hold everyone else to. John Kerry, hey, you got to dump admission. Stop flying on private jets. Not me. Here's Michael Waltz doing a great job just drilling this idiot. Check this out.
2: Mr. Secretary, uh, in in exchange with Mr. Mills, you uh, just testified under oath that you never owned a private jet. Uh, Mr. Chairman, I'd like to enter into the record uh, article here from February 15th of 2023 that the John Kerry family private jet was sold shortly after accusations of climate hypocrisy. Uh, Mr. Secretary, do you stand by that testimony not that objection. you've now ne- owned or f- I personally, your family? I your family.
1: personally, yes. My wife owned a plane and she sold and the plane. You flew well, on that plane? Been, uh, not in a number of years, and, but I have flown on it, and sure.
2: this article is not then inaccurate that your family owned a plane. You flew on a plane. There,
0: my, Mr. Wife Secretary, owned, Mr. Secretary, my wife owns a plane. Mr. Secretary,
2: here's the issue. Yeah. This isn't some kind of partisan gotcha. When we are asking Americans to make serious sacrifices as we transition for the common good, and your family and or yourself are flying around on private
0: jets, that smacks of hypocrisy. It actually hurts your cause. Dude, you know what would have been epic? If, if you ever see bodybuilding, what is this? What's this post cause? Folks, if if you know in the chat, is this the most muscular when they do? I think they call it most muscular. It would have been great if 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 Michael Waltz, if he got up and struck the most, ripped his shirt off and hit the most muscular sh- shot right there. Nail and lurch this idiot. No, my wife owned a private plane. Not me. I just fly around the world spewing emissions. What a phony. What a fake. You know who else is a Fake. Oatmeal, uh, rotting bag of oatmeal brain in the White House, Joe Biden. Remember, he told you the deficit. He's the biggest deficit cutter ever. Cut the deficit by 1.7 trillion, despite being fact-checked on it by even liberals like a thousand times. Here from NPR. You know NPR, that bastion of right-wing values. Just kidding. It's NPR. NPR. The federal deficit nearly tripled, raising concerns about the country's finances. I thought. I thought he cut the. I thought he cut the deficit, Biden. I thought, he, I thought he cut that. What happened? Is, is, is that a mistake? Is that a typo? Yeah. Sounds like Biden's full of it, as always. All right. We got some good ones this week. Time for questions for Dan. Oh, even took it, Justin, man. He even remember to hit the line. This guy's this guy's pretty good. Guy, you're fired. I don't need you. Save some money, Justin. He's our new guy. Sorry, buddy. It's nice knowing you, though. Thanks for coming around. I kid. We love Guy. I'd be lost without him. He does more than just this. Hey, Dan, how did you pick? How do you pick which stories to cover? Carm Strong 777 taken from Rumble. Uh, It's hard because what interests me doesn't always interest you. I personally, I love economic stories like that last one. Honest to God, folks, if it was my show, it would be 90% economics because I'm fascinated by it. But they don't call it the dismal science for nothing. I'm also fascinated by the cocaine story, but as evidence from the chat, it, it wears out its welcome after a while. You got to cover it and move on. I could have spent another 20 minutes breaking down security at the White House, how many people are lying about this. But people want the overview and they want to move on. So it's always a balance. I'm not going to tell you we get it right every time. You can tell. Uh, our episodes, some episodes will get 550,000, some will get a million. And it depends on the content. People just like stuff and other, so it's tough. But through the process of trial and error, I think we're right on what stories are right for the show about 80% of the time. Some 20%, you're kind of a mess, where the majority of people are like, ah, I could do without that story. So it's always a guessing game, always. And that's what makes a good show good and a bad show bad. Some people got better intuition than others. So, hey, Dan, from Anmo306 from Locals, good morning. What would happen if Trump gets blocked from the polls, but we still vote for him? Uh, when you say block for the polls, we pick this question because I'm not really sure what you mean. President Trump meets the qualifications to run for president of the United States. Uh, what, if they put him in jail or not, it sucks for him would make it hard for him to campaign, but he can run. There's nothing in the constitution uh, that prevents him from running for president. Uh, you know, uh, if he, if he's uh, in jail. So, you know, I, I was a little, but I put it in because I'm sure a lot of people are asking that question and maybe are a little bit confused. They can lock him up. He can, he'd be, he can be the president and he'd be in jail. Sounds kind of weird, but it's true. Hey, Dan, when you were a New York City competent Secret Service agent, which position was more stressful on you and why? Reagan, Trump for life from uh, our locals account and why? Uh, definitely being a cop, folks. It might sound crazy because you know you know you see these movies about the Secret Service. They take a blood oath, give your life for the president. Yeah, but you got to understand, like, there's no blood oath, number one. But you don't really, obviously. I mean, I think you will get that. Kind of stupid to even mention it, but you don't really think about it. The only time I really felt like I knew I was in danger a lot, but the only time I felt like I was in danger in the Secret Service. I want to be clear. There only two times I should say. One time in Kingston, Jamaica, with Jenna Bush when we got surrounded by a bunch of people with machetes and stuff, they didn't know who she was. They weren't like trying to attack us or anything, but they were clearly getting hostile quick. That was uh, with 2020. That was actually on TV. We were a little freaked out about that. One of my guys had to deploy uh, the MP5, not a shoot, obviously, but we had to take it out of the bag, the Heckler & Koch machine pistol. Um, and then in Afghanistan, when the uh, we couldn't get out quickly enough from Bagram Air Base, and the lights were on, Air Force One. I thought, man, they're going to hit us with a mortar or something. But the NYPD was so much more unpredictable, man. I mean, I can't tell you how many times you turn a corner and step in some shit. I, don't, I mean that figuratively. And you're like, what the hell? And you're like, you're going for your gun or a baton or something. And it would just like hit you when you turn the corner. I mean, I was walking around, quick start walking around, 2 o'clock in the morning. I think it was Halloween I don't know, 2000, whatever. No, it couldn't have been 2000. It was maybe 98 or something. I was gone by then. I'm walking with this woman, Laura, this police officer around a foot post. It's like one thirty-two in the morning. And it's like bullet whizzes by our head. He wasn't shooting at us, this guy. He was just shooting. He just didn't see us because it was so dark. And we get into a foot pursuit with this guy. You go from, keep in mind, it's 1.30 in the morning. I'm tired. I'd worked out earlier. I ate like garbage. I felt terrible. Now I'm in a full-blown foot pursuit with like five pounds of gear on. In the middle of the winter, getting ready to rip a hamstring, that was the kind of job it was. Like, stuff could break bad really fast. You're back? No, he's working again. They all say, Oh, he's just here for water. He's just here. He's only here for water, folks. He's not actually here to do anything. Hey, Dan, Tom terrific on Rumble. When the lovely Paul is upset, is she cursing English or Spanish? Definitely English. Definitely English on that one. No question about it. I haven't got the Spanish cursing yet. Maybe I haven't made her mad enough yet. Not trying. Hey, Dan, Haven O'Connell, 78 on Rumble. How do you keep up the faith? I struggle with staying positive. Some days are harder than others. Folks, uh, Haven, you answered your own question. I struggle. That's how I keep the faith. What do you mean? Life was designed to be a struggle. Uh, Read the words of Bernard Malamud, a great book, The Natural. Probably seen the movie, but read the book. This line's in the movie too, but where Roy Hobbs's old girlfriend says, We all live two lives, the one we learn from and the one we live after that. That the path to true happiness is through pain and struggle. Uh, Haven, you have to understand that you wouldn't know what happiness was if you were happy all the time, right? It would just be it. You wouldn't know it was any different. The reason happiness and joy when you see your kid hit a single in a softball game for the first time feels so that sense of elation and joy is because life is a struggle and life is hard. There's hunger, there's thirst, there's work, there's toil, there's sweat, there's heat, there's cold, there's pain, there's emotional pain, there's getting dumped, there's love, there's loss of love. You know, life is a struggle. You have to learn to look at the struggle like a tool why I wrote this book, The Gift of Failure. Listen, I'm not your philosopher, or your preacher, man. I'm just telling you, as a 48 year old guy who has failed more than he's succeeded. The difference is qualitatively the failures, I got up, and quantitatively the successes led to far much, uh, far more prosperity in my life. Even though there were more failures, because each time I got up, I built on. it. It's like losing a dollar and gaining a hundred. You can lose a dollar a million times. And gain a hundred, a hundred thousand times, and you're better off, even though you lost technically more. Not in the amount, but the number of times. Worship the struggle. That's where the joy comes from. Hey Dan, at Diane Ka, Deonga, locals. What would you say is your most liberal position? Huh. Well, I don't like to find positions as liberal or conservative, uh, because some of them cross the cross the spectrum. Um, you know, like people say, taxes, that liberal conservative. Well, it depends. You know, I mean, it depends what you're talking about. You're talking about amounts. And, but uh, I would say the one, I don't know, tell me in the chat. I'm going to get some, if you guys hate me after this, just let me know in the chat. Yes, I hate you. Why? No, I don't. Uh, seriously. Uh, why? Yes, we hate Dan Budge. You don't know we don't. This is one I always get beat up on because so many people disagree with me. It's my personal opinion. I respect you if you feel otherwise. I don't believe in the death penalty. I, I don't. I don't. I, I just, I believe, if, and, I, and let me clarify, because I'm not a simplistic guy. If we have an option, in other words, to imprison someone and hope one day for redemption without a threat to the public, assuming they don't break out, which is small, but a non you know not a non-existent chance, I don't believe in the death. I don't believe in the death. I don't support it. I never have. A lot of my conservative uh, friends out there think it's crazy. I respect you, man. I totally respect where you're coming from. I just feel like if Jesus Christ could forgive someone on the cross right next to him moments from their death and said, I will see you in heaven, that we should do everything we can to hold out hope as long as everyone can stay safe. I mean, if you're in, a, you know, if it's Armageddon and there's a guy who's killing people in your area and there's no way to jail him, that's different. But I don't know. Call me crazy. I, no, well, thank you. You grace you don't think it's a liberal? I don't. I don't think so either. And uh, I, I, what were you? Gonna, yeah, exactly. Like it's another good point he makes. Like there's always the potential for a mistake, especially with the government. It's rare, but it happens. But I, I just, I don't know. I always believe in the power of redemption. And if that sounds, you know, weak, that's okay. I get it. But I just want you to know. I know I spent a lot of time on this question. I'm sorry, but I deeply respect your opinion, and I don't judge you as being. I, I get why you would say otherwise. I just I, I, just don't believe in it. So, my opinion. Hey, Dan, at Chirpin McGroin, I just read the names. Part of the McGroin family is chirping in, pun intended. While on vacation in Alaska visiting the Bears, did it cross your mind that if things broke bad, you only had to outrun Paula? Oh, my gosh, Chirpin. What a horrible question. No, of course I didn't. Uh, no, I would not. But that is the old joke, right? You ever run into a bear? You don't have to outrun the bear. I just have to outrun you. Not Paula. I'm definitely faster than Paula. I would run and attack that bear. Even though I saw the claws on it would be the end of me in just seconds. But funny question, Chirpin McGroy. All right, good, because I got to run. That's it. Good, because the radio show begins in exactly, uh, what, four minutes or three minutes and 30 seconds. Folks, you're awesome. Thanks again for tuning in. You know I love you. Please join us for the chat. How many people we got here? 67,400 on a Friday. You all are rocking it. Love to have you here. Download the Rumble app. Join the chat. The account setup is free. It's easy. Love to have you here. Thanks to all the new members. I saw you in there today. Rumble.com slash Bongino. Chat starts at 10 a.m. with Justin and Guy. Show starts at 11. we love to have you. I will see you back here on Monday and on the radio show later.
1: Good day, sir.
0: You just heard Dan Bongino.